Hello, this is Katie, and you're listening to episode 23 of Teach on Teach Strong. So we are now on Christmas break over here in the UK. School's out for 2017. Hallelujah. I'm more than ready for it. It has been absolutely exhausting this term. And I'm really grateful that we have a break now. So as it's come to the end of the year and we're looking at perhaps setting goals for the new year, I wanted to talk about setting New Year's resolutions, but I hate that term. I really hate the term news resolutions. So we're going to talk about setting goals, which can actually apply to any time of the school year, not just for the 1st of January, which is why I've not really called this New Year's resolutions. It's how to set goals and actually achieve them. I actually created this podcast because I really wanted to focus on mindset and the little hacks that we can have as teachers to help our personal development and you know our self-growth which is actually going to help us be more successful as teachers and, you know, just general humans. So I've created this podcast as a way to share what I know and what I'm going through and experiences that I'm having while I'm still teaching. Because I know there are other podcasts out there of people who are no longer in the classroom and so they have a very different perspective. So I wanted to give you something from within the classroom, what I'm actually going through on a day-to-day basis as a full-time teacher. So I wanted to create a movement to help us keep going and teaching on and teaching strong through the tough times because there are tough times in teaching. So if you're enjoying this podcast or if you enjoy this episode, if it's the first time you're listening, please subscribe. You get an episode twice a week. And if you could bring along a teacher friend that really help us grow this movement, I'm concerned with the lack of, you know, teacher morale is at an all time low retention is at an all-time low and I'm just really concerned about the mental health and well-being of our teachers because we are really being stretched in every way possible and I know even you know I love teaching but even I'm getting really tired and so we need to find methods to look after ourselves and to keep going and get the best really out of ourselves and our kids so I'm trying to help us focus on our personal development which is something that it just isn't talked about and no one seems to care when we do all these pds it's all professional development at school which is fine but what good is professional development if your staff are struggling with their own well-being and resilience and all these other characteristics that we should be thinking about so yes this is why I've started this podcast it's a movement I want us to all be strong and confident teachers so the more people we can get on board and change the way we think because it's so easy to get crushed the better so if you enjoy any of these episodes or you like this podcast you think you know someone who will also appreciate it please bring them along I would love to have as many people as we can to keep us teaching on and teaching strong okay Right, let's get cracking into today's episode. So we're going to be talking about setting goals. Now, next week is start of a brand new year. And that is a great time for a fresh start and to set some goals or resolutions, if you will. But as I said earlier, I'm not one to wait for a a certain date to start something new or to change my life. I don't believe that we should wait until the 1st of January to set goals. It should be if you make a decision that is the day that you want to start. Today. 
However, seeing as the 1st of January is coming, it's a great time to start thinking about a fresh start and what we want out of 2018. Goodness me, time goes fast. Okay, so I want to talk you through how I'm planning on creating my goals and the steps I'm going to be taking to ensure I actually achieve them. Because I have tried many different methods and like most of you, a couple of weeks or maybe months in, you kind of fall off the wagon a bit or you you lose sight of what your goals even were. Um, And that's because of many times it's the way that we where we approach this. Now, after many years of doing this, I think I've found something that actually works if you apply it well. So I wanted to share with you my method because it is a bit different to what you might hear elsewhere. I've got five steps. Let's get into them and let's help us achieve our goals. Okay, so number one is you need to limit yourself to no more than three goals for the whole year. And you know what? Even one is fine. Yep, I know that doesn't seem like much, but there's a reason for this. And many times I've tried listening to other people's advice and having different categories of life, such as, you know, relationships, health, finances, career. And then within that, you've got five goals for in each category and you end up with like 30 goals and it's just... It's a nice idea, but come on, who's going to remember all of those? And how are we going to actually find the time each day to achieve so many things? I mean, expecting someone to do 30 things in one day is a lot, When, especially when we're full-time teachers. Hello. So an important part, in my personal opinion, of setting and achieving goals comes down to our own self-awareness. Um, and for me, I know that won't work. I can't categorize my life into different blocks and then have goals within each block and expect myself to A, be able to achieve all those things and B, remember everything. It's just, no, it just doesn't work for me. And if you find you've tried things like that in the past and they haven't worked for you either, then hopefully my suggestions will be just right for you. I know for me, having that many goals is just not going to work. It's too overwhelming and once the reality of the year starts and, you know, teaching takes over my life again, everything else just goes out the window. So I'm going to choose up to three things. You know, one might be health related, one might be to focus on my self-care and well-being and the other might be career related, for example. Or they could just all be personal, whatever you want. But the idea is that you would just limit yourself to three and even one is perfectly fine. The idea is you want to actually have some success and you don't want to set yourself up for failure by being too overwhelmed. So there you go. Number one, no more than three goals. Okay, number two, this is crucial and this is the biggest difference that you might hear. We know, we've always been told, our targets should be smart targets, right? Meaning they should be measurable. We should be able to see how much weight you've lost. We should be able to see how many hours you've worked. And that's fine. Yes. But actually, I work a bit differently to that. Yes. I want to make my goals actionable, not just measurable. So, for example, I want to stick to targets that I can actually control. Okay, so if we take working out, for example, saying... I want to lose 20 pounds 
you might think, well, that's great. That's a measurable target. I can see whether I've done that or not. But actually, do you know what's better than that? Saying, I'm going to work out three times a week. Yep. Although you're like, yeah, but how do I know if I've if I've met my goal of losing weight? And no, that's not the point, is it? <laughs> the point is, you could be working out for hours every day, and you might still not lose 20 pounds. And then how's that going to make you feel? You're going to feel like you failed. When actually, you worked out hours every day. That's amazing. There's going to be so many other health benefits to that. I mean, we all know muscle weighs more than fat anyway. You've probably built loads of muscle and you're now stronger and you're healthier. But because that wasn't your goal, you failed. How damaging is that to our self-esteem? It's just, I just think it's completely the wrong way to think about it. And no one's ever told us this way before of doing things actionable instead of measurable. But I think you're going to find a real benefit. Because how much weight you lose has nothing to do with your actions. It's a result of your actions. Okay? And this is a really big thing. So I want you to get this. Think of targets that are actionable, not just measurable. Okay? So it could be that you want to read 50 books this year. (laughs) Well, actually, maybe if you just said, you know what, I just want to read one chapter of a book every day. And that's it. You're still going to have the benefit of reading, whether it's for relaxation, whether it's for education. But A, it's a bit more attainable. And B, it doesn't matter how many books you read, really. It's the actions that are creating habits and that are bringing out the best in you. So focus on your actions. So try and reword your goals, whatever they might be, and take it less off what's the outcome because actually the outcome is very difficult for you to control especially when it comes to things like losing weight you can't actually control what the outcome is same with earning money what you can do though is control your actions which will create an outcome a desired outcome okay and if your actions are positive your outcome will be positive (laughs) i guarantee it so that's a really important one and hopefully this is going to make a really big difference for you Focus on actionable goals. Okay, and then related to that is number three, which is track your progress. So because we're setting goals that are actionable, we need to be able to track, you know, whether we're actually doing them or not. Um, There are a couple of ways to do this. You could put a little star on your calendar to identify when you have done your actionable target for the day. Or you could use things like habit trackers. And I spoke about these last week, but I created a range of trackers in my well-being journal for teachers and teens that you can find up on Teachers Pay Teachers or on my website, teachersresourceforce.com. And this is a fantastic visual way of seeing your progress over time as you effectively just mark off or colour in a section once you have completed it successfully for that day. What this also does is ensure that your goals are always at the forefront of your mind to make sure that you keep working on them and this is the other reason why you don't want more than three if you have too many things to do in a day they're going to slip by the wayside as the busyness of teacher life kicks in whereas if you've just got one just going you know I just want to work out for 20 minutes three times a week that's it rather than okay I want to do that and then I want to make sure that I'm eating these kinds of fruits and vegetables every day and and then you add all this stuff and 
it's just not sustainable. And we're setting ourselves up for failure when we do that. So by having a method that you can track your habits, it keeps it very simple and very visual. So you just color in, did I do this thing? Did I read? Did I work out? Did I eat these fruits and veg today or whatever it is for you? Color that in. Okay. And this method of tracking is a great self-esteem booster as you'll start to recognize that you're winning every single day. Now, even though you won't see the results of your efforts for a while, you're still winning. And that's what builds self-esteem. And this is where we always go wrong with our goals because we have to wait an entire year to know whether we've achieved them or not. Who has that kind of patience? Can you remember what your goals were for the start of 2017? Can you? (laughs) It's too long to wait. The patience factor of waiting a whole year to see whether you've achieved a target, it's just, no, no, (laughs) no. So by tracking every day, you can see, yep, done it, win, next, yep, done it, win, next. And you start to build this confidence and this habit. And it's sooner or later, it will become part of your routine. You only need to think about it before you know it, you're achieving your dreams. It really is as simple as that. The concept is simple, but the effort is where the work is, of course. So yeah, it's the patience factor and it's the slow results that is the main reason why we give up on our goals. But this way, by tracking every day, and it's really simple, it's just a case of colouring a block in, or you can do it on your phone, just put a little symbol on the calendar, whatever it is that you want to do. But it will help you realise that you are achieving your goals every day and living your dream. Okay, so it's very straightforward just involves a bit of effort. Okay, number four is review your goals frequently. Now, it could be like every quarter, whatever feels right for you. Now, the reason this is important is although we're tracking every day and we can see whether we're winning and achieving our goals, it's still a good idea to review them. We're not going to get our goals right every time and that's okay. We might have set them perhaps a little bit too high or a little bit too low or you've maybe had too many goals that it's hard to focus on them all. Maybe you want less or maybe it wasn't enough and it's too easy. That's fine. That's normal. But the mistake we often make and the reason we give up is that we realize our goals might be a little unrealistic and instead of reviewing and modifying them, we quit and say, oh, that goal was silly. Forget it. I'll start again next year. Which is silly. It's so silly. Plus, it's an awful long time to wait. So what I would do is um, you pick a period of time, whether it's every month or every quarter, just review your goals and look at them and go, right, how am I getting on with this? Am I being too ambitious by saying I need to work out every day or working out for 45 minutes every day? Maybe I can cut it down, maybe just 10 minutes or maybe just three times a week. Okay. And that's fine. That's completely okay. You can still win. As long as you're making progress and you're putting one foot in front of the other, you are winning. So review your goals and and modify them as you go on. Right, number five then is celebrate your success. Hooray, celebration. Like I said earlier, you know, we can't expect ourselves to wait a whole year before we celebrate our success. It's too long. So celebrate more frequently and you can do this as often as you like it could be monthly weekly or daily if it helps you can celebrate in any way you like it could be a pamper night movie 
food, anything that makes you happy really. Just make sure that it won't set you backwards in your goal. That's the only thing. So if your goal is centered around losing weight and getting fit, it's probably not smart to reward yourself with pizza and chocolate every day, you know. So uh, be smart about what your rewards are going to look like to you and and do them and like for me my idea of success is is the tracking I really enjoy that I enjoy at the end of every month looking at my sheets and going I colored in every block yes <laughs> and then your 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 reward also comes from the outcome so you'll be able to see changes whether that's in your body in your finances in your teaching you'll see the difference and that's going to motivate you to keep moving forward but definitely celebrate don't wait till the end of the year and say have I met my goals oh I haven't oh I suck no you every day that goes by that you've done it that's a win mark it down okay celebrate your success as well okay that's it those are my five top tips for you for effective goal setting this year and I really hope these help I want you to make 2018 your best year yet and achieve your goals and your dreams. It can be done. It can. And I think with these different techniques I've given you, I think you'll find that you will actually enjoy the process more as well as see results. Okay, so we'll come back to this throughout the year. I'll remind you that you set these goals and we'll see how you're getting on. And I'd love to hear your progress and your success stories. So... Feel free to email me at katieatteachersresourceforce.com if you want to chat or you can tag me on Instagram sharing your progress on your goals. I would love to see what you're up to and how you're getting on. Whether it's showing me a picture of your tracker or showing a picture of things that you're doing whether you're working out, eating healthy, tag me in it. I'd love to see what you're up to this year. It's one of my goals in 2018 to nurture my self-care. <laughs> um, I give very much, I give all of myself really to my students and I am finding, especially this year so far, that I'm exhausted mentally, emotionally, physically drained when I come home because I'm giving so much and I don't feel like perhaps I'm giving enough to myself as balance. So my actionable target is I'm going to be sharing what I do to take care of myself on Instagram. So I'll be posting pictures of things that I'm doing for self-care, which will hopefully inspire you to do the same if you're in a similar position to me. So if you want to join me on this journey, you can use the hashtag I created called hashtag take your life back project. Take your life back project, which I started around this whole well-being journal that I created. And I'm going to continue to use this as I share my personal acts of well-being. Please join in. I'd love to see what you're up to for self-care too, to give me some ideas of what I can do to make sure that I do achieve that balance. It's really important that we keep enough for ourselves. You've got to take your life back a little bit too. We can easily give everything to teaching if we let it. So hold something back for you too and I'd love to see what you're up to and hopefully we can share some ideas between us. Well, that's almost it for today. Um, so before I wrap up, I just want to take a moment to say thank you for listening and for your support. I hope you're finding value in this podcast so far and please do, as I said earlier, bring along a teacher friend if you think there's someone who might also benefit from what we're doing here in this movement we're trying to create for you know, 
characteristics within teachers and emotionally and mentally strong teaching so that we can survive <laughs> we can thrive should I say in this teaching profession which is really challenging in so many ways but I do believe that with a bit of personal development and resilience that we can get through it with strength okay so if you want to drop me an email again you can contact me at katie at teachersresourceforce.com and I'm on Facebook and Instagram where I'm just at teachers resource force two. All right. So to sum up, let's mention the five things that we talked about in this podcast. Okay. Number one, limit yourself to no more than three goals for the year. Okay. Remember as we reflect each quarter, these might change anyway. So don't worry about it not being enough right now. Okay. Just pick one main thing you want to focus on or a couple of main things you want to focus on for the year and just leave it at that. No more. Just keep it really simple. Number two, really important, make your goals actionable. You really need to be focused on what you're actually doing and less on the outcome. The outcome will happen. Don't worry, it will happen. But you need to focus on what you can actually do. This little shift is going to have a huge effect on your achievement and your self-esteem. Okay, focus on what you can control, which is the action, not actually the outcome. Outcome is a result of the action. Okay. <laughs> Number three, track your progress. Use a simple tracker to monitor whether you've taken these actionable steps and record them somewhere. This also helps yourself with esteem because you're seeing that you are achieving your goals every single day. You are. That's all it is. It's a daily action of are you achieving your goals? We're not waiting to the end of 2018 to see whether you did your goals because you're doing them every day. So it's really important to track it and to visually see it. If you don't put that mark down on that day, it's very easy to forget about it and think, oh, well, I didn't do that day. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Does matter. <laughs> Record it and you'll see a difference. And number four, review your goals frequently, whether it's every quarter. And don't be afraid to adjust them. Don't quit. It's really hard to get goals right the first time. Especially when you're starting something new that you've never done before. You don't know how you're going to fit working out in your timetable. It's difficult at first. So be kind to yourself and allow yourself to adjust your goals. It's completely fine. And then number five, celebrate your success. You are winning every single day that you take those actionable steps that you want to. So celebrate that. Don't wait for the end of the year. It's way too long. We're not that patient. And it's very easy to lose steam if you're, if you're waiting a whole year before you can celebrate. So celebrate in sensible, healthy ways as the year goes on so that you can enjoy the process. Okay, so that's it for my tips on goal setting. I really hope you found something useful in this episode and you're going to try out some of these tips. I want you to win. I want you to take your life back so that you can continue to teach on and teach strong too. So I hope you enjoy. Set those goals. Tag me on Instagram. Let's keep in touch and see how we get on. I'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.